0: You're tuned in to The Kitra Show and listening to SOB, Style of Business, the podcast with your host, Kitra.
1: We aim to highlight the ongoing trek of entrepreneurs and business owners from around the globe, featuring stories that recount their struggles, experiences, and inevitable road to success and self-fulfillment. Welcome to SOB.
0: This podcast is being brought to you by my inspiring new book titled Courage is a Muscle, Using Heart to Power Your Entrepreneurial Dreams. You can grab your copy today on Amazon. Hey, what's up, y'all? Thanks so much for tuning in to another great episode of SOB Style of Business, the podcast. This is your host, Keitra, And today I have another terrific guest on the line. We're talking to the wonderful Daniel Magina. Hey, guys, Daniel, this is an overcomer. Like this guy has some wonderful things. I cannot wait for him to kind of get more into the interview so we can kind of find out what he's up to and um, just a good person that's inspiring and empowering people all over the world. Uh, Daniel is an international speaker, author, and he's also a podcast host. So that's another reason why I'm interested to kind of pick his brain to get, you know, a fellow podcaster's thoughts and things like that. The name of his show is Do It With Dan, uh, a great series. And, uh, you know, we're going to let him drop that introduction and we're going to roll through from there. So, Daniel, thank you so much for being a guest. Go ahead and drop that introduction for us.
1: Let's keep it moving and thank grooving. Thank you for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I'm Daniel. Again, I do speaking, I do writing, I do teaching, I do podcasting, I do stuff. Uh, but generally speaking, what I do is use these platforms to support people creating more abundant, joyful, purpose-driven lives, no matter where they are right now.
0: Perfect. All right, Daniel McGinnis. Okay, perfect. I had to repeat it again just so that I, I, I I'm, I'm one, <laughs> hey, I have one of those names, so I just, I always say this, but I just, I have got to get that name right. So, Daniel McGinnis. Right, we're gonna do it one more time for the people. And uh, like I said, we <laughs>
1: <Daniel> McGinnis.
0: <laughs> but exactly. Hey, we're we're, yeah. we're glad to have you, Daniel. Um. I tell you what, it's, man, it's so so many things that we, so many places we where we can start. But let's start with your background story, because I know you have just a, you know, life-shattering sort of situation that you were able to overcome. And now you're, you know, you've, you've gotten, to, you've rose to this place to where things are a little bit better, you're flowing, and you're actually contributing to helping other people in their lives. So I, I I think that's very important. So let's start there. Give us a little bit about your background and and how you got started on this journey of um, empowering and encouraging others.
1: You know, it's really interesting that I, I like to talk about my life having almost like a, ch- a trilogy series to it. <laughs> so yeah. I'm in the third. I'm in the third act right now. Um, but there were a couple of there were a couple of full stops for me. You know, I made and lost two multi million pound fortunes by the age of 24. The second time I lost everything, I really, really did hit rock bottom, um, because the failure, the failure was was very, it was it was a bi- it was a big mess that yeah. was left in the wake of losing everything the second time, and I actually reached a point where I was like, okay, well, I guess that's it. I took a, a I took my shot, <laughs> you know? yeah, shot exactly. My, I shot my <laughs> shot. <laughs> and and it it didn't really go very well at all, and I I'd actually thought. That I'd been deluding myself. Cause the thing is, is that I got into this mindfulness consciousness and all that kind of good stuff really young. I was about 16 when I started this kind of crazy road. Um, I was that kid that was like ordering all the information products and all the infomercials and doing all the mindfulness and reading self-help books from about the age of 16. Oh wow. Trying to make sense of all of this. And it was only when I was diagnosed uh, with my Asperger's at the age of 27 that I understood, oh, that's because that's how my brain works. It needs to understand the function of things in order to make sense of it. Um, But I started that road young, and so I went off and created, you know, great success, very young, using these tools. You know, real, I'm not talking about positive mental attitude, I'm talking about positively certain mindset. As in, I had no doubt about things being created. And that was working for a while until it stopped bloody working. And it stopped bloody working in a big, messy way. And I was sitting there thinking, wow, maybe I should have just stayed in university, like my mum said, gone to church with her every week, like she prayed I would, yeah. married the girl from church, been a deacon, been an elder, had my 2.4 kids, gone to work as an investment banker, as I thought I was going to do at one point in my life, uh, retired later, maybe done some charity work. You know, I was like, I went off to do this crazy road and it was just a mess. And I I literally thought I'd let myself down. I'd let my family down and I had nothing left to contribute. Yeah. And the only reason why I didn't actually go through with attempting to commit suicide was because I didn't want to fail at something else and have another crap mark on my resume. That's wow. literally it. If I had, wow. if I'd had a gun, I probably wouldn't be here right now. Mm. You know, it's just... Everything else just wasn't certain enough for me, and I couldn't I couldn't take another loss. So that was the end of Act 1, you know, that point of decision and going on a journey. Act 2, quite strangely, was me going on a journey to find out what had gone wrong with my model of manifestation, not so that I could redo my life again positively, but so I could apply that power to manifest myself successfully committing suicide, and that became my journey for some time. But the really funny thing, and this is actually a, a big part of my my TED talk I'm doing in September is that I spent all of this time going back over the material that I'd studied in the years before, going into new material. The secret came out about that time. And I was trying to understand what new perspective this was trying to give. Because the secret basically goes into ideas that were taught by Wallace D. Wattles and Charles F. Harnell in the early 1900s. And um, that stuff that I'd studied and it hadn't worked. Something had gone wrong. So I was like, are these guys charlatans? You know, what's what's wrong here? Because it had worked up to a point, but it had stopped working. Uh, the power of now, I went into that book and went more down to a bit more back down the spiritual path.
0: Yeah.
1: A little bit more. And I spent all of this time polluting my internal environment with all of this uplifting content. And what actually ended up happening was I accidentally reprogrammed myself away from wanting to commit suicide and into choosing life. Oh wow. And that actually led me into act three, which is where I'm now where I made the conscious choice to, to leave a successful business that I went ahead and went and created off the back of that understanding and to choose to live a life of service. Um, And I've been doing that now for the last, where are we now? 2021? Yeah. Since 2017, I've been doing that full time.
0: Wow. That's absolutely incredible. And I love the fact that you, it's, it's, it's amazing to me the, the way our minds work you know because you you come from this place of you know hey, everything's going great, which we oftentimes do, and it takes that big you know life event that big trauma to kind of come in and ground mm-hmm. us a bit, but sometimes I believe it it can ground us to the point where you know you do get to the point where you know maybe you think is it worth it you know should I mm-hmm. do this should I do that you know do I even want to live and the 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 fact that you were able to kind of dig yourself dig yourself out, so to speak, with the self-help, with the books, Mm -hmm. with the reading, with the reprogramming of your mind, I think that's like, that's fascinating, right? Because that's, that's your own mental deconstruct and then you reconstruct, um, to something a bit more meaningful. Tell us a little bit about, oh, okay. Beyond intention, beyond intention, because (laughs) I think that it, like, It seems like the the when you were building back up that that beyond intention like that just kind of replays what you went through. And now you're offering that to people. So tell us a little bit about your beyond intention paradigm and and what that's about.
1: So beyond intention was the accidental love child of that time of seeking, um, seeking to find out what had gone wrong. And what happened was, up until that time, the model that I'd created with was one I called vision, purpose, faith, gratitude, because those were the four steps, the four ele- elements of it. So it was having a clear vision, um, acting with purpose daily. So moving with purpose, purposefully every day, doing all I could that day to move towards my goal, doing so with certainty, with faith, and then keeping an attitude of gratitude. And that's how I lived my life and it worked. But it's, that's the model wow. that stopped working. And a couple of the things that came up number one, there's an idea that was born from my determination to find the solution to committing suicide successfully. And that was an idea that I had to depend on myself in order to affect the outcome. Mm. No one and nothing else could ensure the outcome was done successfully. And what that actually became was common denominator theory. And what common denominator theory invites us to consider is that there is no outcome, no experience no event in our life where we are not the present entity. None. And there is no other person, place, or thing that's in every single experience in our life. We are the only common denominator. So the logical place to start with change that we want to experience in our life is with ourselves. So it comes back to self. And that became the first step of beyond attention, which is accept. And that's accepting that I'm the author and creator of my life through the choices I make. Everything that has happened up till now has been the effect Mm-hmm. Of the cause of my choices, consciously and unconsciously. So, we're not saying stuff that you've unconsciously chosen, but stuff that you unconsciously chosen you're to blame for. It's not about blame, it's about accepting responsibility. And the beautiful thing about accepting responsibility is that I can move forward on the back of that responsibility and have dominion over what I create in my life. And that became the foundation of Beyond Intention. From there, we look into creating a space where we're actually able to create. So that's learning to let go of the narratives that are holding us in mental and emotional slavery to the past and to the future. So that's trauma, that's shame, that's guilt, that's anxiety, that's fear, that's doubts. And actually coming back to the present moment, which is the only real space where we can make the changes in our choices that are going to affect new outcomes. And then from there, we connect to that outcome. Connect it with it as a a present experience through gratitude. And then step four is all about remembering that we are human. And as humans, we're not going to be happy every day. We're not going to be on target every day. We're not going to hit a home run every day. Some days we're not going to want to get out of bed. Some days we're going to make mistakes. Some days we're going to go off course. But by listening, which is what step four is, we can be aware of when that happens. We can course correct and get back on track. And that's beyond intention.
0: Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Okay. That's perfect. Okay. So that's like a four-step. And so yeah, I, I the guess four-step model. the four-step model. And, you know, I, I think it's definitely very, very interesting that you said that, you know, obviously in order for us to kind of be more, I guess you would say maybe self-dependent, you, you have to be observant, mm-hmm. you know, you have to be aware of what you're doing. Like, w like, what do you, mm-hmm. what's, what's your take on like right now when we're at a place where, Social media is kind of prevailing because we're stuck (laughs) indoors. You know, we can't get out. We're not able to socialize. So I like how do we get back to that sense of self when we are dependent on these, you know, depending on technology or we're not really tapped into to who we are? Like, how do you how do you navigate that? How do we get back to self and self-dependence?
1: taking time out you know again we're human and this whole thing we're not going to live in the mountains as monks right
0: Right. it's like
1: when the whole thing kicked off the other day about was it WhatsApp or Facebook or Instagram changing their terms and conditions everybody freaked out oh my god they're watching my dude you've had a phone in your hand they've been listening to your conversations for the last 12 years (laughs) right right exactly. like they've 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 been listening you know oh i'm moving i'm leaving whatsapp i'm not letting mark zuckerberg who's owned whatsapp for how many years has he owned oh my gosh right you, <laughs> right you think he hasn't been <laughs> now they're just making it public <laughs> exactly that's it you know we've all had a conversation i mean so my wife and i had a baby uh he was born a month ago oh congratulations and thank you and um you know, we were talking about stuff and we'd be getting like baby ads everywhere we went. It's like Yeah how the hell? <laughs> that's Google is infamous for that. Notorious that's, that's, for that. That's, that's it, you know, and like when you look at a websites it, so basically like let go of this thing of trying to control it. Like it's it, it's already done. Like reducing your quality of internal environment, changing, oh my God, the the cabal is coming. They're going to change right. our diet. Like, just stop. Just take, take a breath. Take a breath. <laughs> right. Stop. Like, just come back to what can I have direct dominion over now? Right? And then what can I have indirect dominion on through my emotional state? Because our emotional state, our thought quality is creating the landscape for right. our choices going forward. So we need to keep tilling that soil So that it's fertile for us to place expansive, uplifting things into. That's what we need to do. That's an ongoing process. That's a daily process. Getting caught up in, oh, my God, like, they started to do censorship. Oh, my God, the the elections. Like, (laughs) if people, like, so the thing is for me. So my parents are from Southern Africa, right? My parents are from Zimbabwe. I spent a lot of time in other parts of Africa. When I had my consulting business, I used to work with politicians in different parts of the world. It's like, politics? Like, when you see behind the curtain, <laughs> whether they're using the media, whether they're using guns, right, which they do in some places, they literally beat people into voting for who they want, or whether they just suppress, like, yeah. this happens. It just so happens that the curtain's been pulled away, and we've seen that sometimes... <laughs>
0: Exactly. Sometimes
1: things can be a bit stinky and people are caught up in all of this stuff. Oh, you voted red, you voted blue, you like, And all of this stuff is just distracting us from being present enough to make choices to direct our own life.
0: Choices that matter. Because at
1: the end of the day, our unconscious mind is running programs all the time and creating our reality around us. If we want to have the opportunity to step up and be actively involved in what that reality looks like, then we need to stop fussing about what kim kardashian's wearing right. what the latest like was it little wayne got pardoned by the, yeah who cares sure. if little wayne got pardoned by the president <laughs> that doesn't affect your life exactly <laughs> doesn't have like, but what's going on with you what's going on with you what's going on with your health what's going on with the relationship with your spouse the relationship with your kids the relationship with your parents are you actively there who cares what's going on in with who Kylie Jenner is dating right now. Who are you dating? Are you, have you asked them how they're doing today? Have you shown them some love? (laughs) Like what's going on with, who cares what the latest, like I saw, saw, oh, Drake's house on, who cares? Uh, Have you taken steps to make sure that you are financially capable to handle taking care of your house Mm. this month? We're allowing our attention to be pulled away and yeah, there's conscious folly. Have some entertainment. I hop on Twitter sometimes and have a laugh at the conversations. I watch some Netflix every now and then. But here's the thing: I'm financially free. If I don't work and if I don't work tomorrow, my bills are paid, my kids are fed, my wife still gets to wear diamonds. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I've taken yeah. care of that first. So it's about understanding that our foundations must be set and set properly before we start going off to do other things. I'm not saying being a monk in the mountain. Never eat Cheetos, never watch Netflix. But if you've been to the gym this week and you've been eating food that's nourishing and uplifting to your body, and you decide in the face of that to have a donut or have some Cheetos, have at it. Yeah. But what's going on overall? What's the overall picture? That's what I want people to have a think about.
0: The overall picture. You know, and I love the fact that you just commented on, you know, hey, have the Cheetos because, you know, that what we see, like what we see a lot of times when, if it's not the entertainment or, you know, all of the gossip and, you know, all of the different types of news that tend to distract us, you know, mm-hmm. they pitch a, a picture of mindfulness looking like, okay, you got to be vegan. You got to do yoga four mm-hmm. times a week. You got to do meditation. Mm-hmm. You got to breathe. You got to, you know, work it, like, okay, let's set all that aside what is mindfulness mm-hmm. really like what, what what's your take on mindfulness or just being aware just making sure that you're consciously aware of the things that are going on around you cuz like you said you consciously and you subconsciously take in the environment and the your surroundings mm. right so like what how does it look like for for somebody that doesn't know okay and you're saying hey you need to be mindful make sure that you're present but they're seeing all of mm-hmm. this stuff that says, OK, hey, you have to do this to be mindful or you have to meditate to be mindful or you have to cut out dairy, you know, <laughs> you know to be mm-hmm. somebody that's mindful. Like, what does that look
1: like? I'm going to come. I'm going to go around about to answer this. And and my thing's going to make sense when I land. Okay. And I'm praying to God that I don't get completely lost <laughs> on this one. But We're going to go for it. Don't right? worry. Right. Let's look at. The construct of reality for a moment, all right? Let's look at the nature of God, universal, source, whatever you want to call it. I was raised Christian, I'm spiritual now, but I use God because I'm not scared of it, right? Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: So let's yeah. look at the nature of God for a second. The only thing that God cannot do is be less than itself because then it's no longer God. I'm going to say that again. The only thing that God cannot do is be less than itself because then it's no longer God. Mm. What do I mean by that? in order for there only to be one way to do anything, we've just constricted the truth of infinite possibility down to the lie of limitation. So when anybody says there is only one way to do something, they're lying, but they're also telling the truth. And that's the, (laughs) that's the, that's the, uh, the paradox, right? Because what we then need to do is come down to an individual level. And this is where I was going. Ultimately, how I dance with God is how I dance with God. Mm. How you're going to dance with God is going to be completely different. To put that in another, in, a, in, a, in another way, how my wife manifests is different to how I manifest. How my brother manifests is different to how I manifest. Right. How you manifest is going to be different to the people in your life. Likewise, how you embody mindfulness is going to be different for you. And what I have found on my journey of nearly 20 years, with wins, with losses, with pain, with torment and with success is that ultimately a lot of us get lost on our journey to mindfulness, to successful manifestation, to joy, to happiness, because we are trying to do it somebody else's way, listening to somebody else saying that there is only one way or there's only their their way to do, which is absolute poppycock, because for that to be the case, there's no infinite possibilities and God is not God.
0: Oh my gosh, that's that's the goal. All right, y'all, the podcast is over with us. (laughs) All we need to hear from (laughs) (laughs) Daniel has given us all we need to ever hear. Um, That is absolutely astonishing. If we could just roll with that, that what you just said, and I'm gonna go back and play it several times because you are all right. Like we do get lost in all of the content and all of the strategy and all of, you know, Hey, mm-hmm. mentor X says, do it this way. Or your life coach says, mm-hmm. do it that way. Or the energy mm-hmm. healer says, Hey, you got to do it like that. That's crazy. That is a lot of crazy stuff. Um, Man. Okay. So t- tell us like, how do you, how do you weed that out? Because I know A lot of times when you when you talk about and and I know mindfulness, like that's one of the core foundations of defining purpose and just, you know, Mm -hmm. making sure that you you're able to manifest and reach your goals. But like once you Mm -hmm. you have mindfulness down, like Mm -hmm. from from there, like where do you go? And and, and I also want you to kind of get into the micro shifting concept that you Mm -hmm. that you um, speak of as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so what I want to just quickly invite people to remember is that I'm not saying not to listen to your mentor, not to listen to your coach. I'm saying to find a coach, find a mentor. I spent $172,000 on my personal development last year. Oh, wow. Right? Okay. I don't, I don't play when it comes to that. But here's the thing. I know myself enough to know what is my groove and what is not. And some of that is invested in seeing if something new that I found out about is going to be my groove or not. Mm. so f- find something that is your groove find find a, a relate so again going back to my christian roots like having that personal relationship allows us to understand our groove our dance steps so that we can go to the right party right if i if i dance salsa but i'm going to a tango club and wondering why i'm like i'm out of sync with everyone that makes no sense right, right. but if i know that what i'm dancing is salsa then I can go and Google and look for a salsa club and go to the salsa club that night and have a good time. But what's happening is we're going and break dancing in salsa clubs, right? right
0: yeah. We're doing Wrong the
1: moonwalk when everyone else is doing the tango,
0: right? <laughs> Wrong so, spot,
1: yeah. So, so it's understanding ourselves how we dance best or we're forcing a break dancer to salsa. It's like, no. Understand your groove in getting into your flow. And for me, this is the work that I do with my clients with archetypes. It's understanding their unique DNA in terms of how they dance with creating abundance. So I don't tell them this is how you've got to create abundance. We look at their unique construct and we say, How do you groove with the universe with the most flow? Okay, now let's adopt that to go with the natural flow, the natural law of the universe, the framework the overarching framework, the overarching construct, so that you create your abundance. And that's why we get the results. The way that micro-shifting comes into this is because we don't try and do that all overnight. Micro-shift is a simple concept that basically expands the idea of the baby step. What we do is we say, micro-shifting is a consistent series of baby steps made in the direction of a consciously chosen outcome. And one of my danisms, my catchphrases that speaks to that is, push your edge and not your buttons. Because there are some people that dance salsa, but generally want to break dance. Yeah. But you're not going to start doing backflips day one in the breakdancing class. You're going to learn to pop and lock first. Maybe you're going to do some stretching. And then maybe after a while, you're going to get to the thing where you do, you're spinning around and doing all the crazy stuff. But it starts with understanding where I am now and then asking myself, what's one thing that I can do today that's going to take me in the direction of where I want to go? And when I do that consistently every day, chipping away at things, moving incrementally towards my outcome, not only will I get there, I'll get there with less resistance. I'll get there with less pullbacks because even when there is a pullback, the baseline that I've got has been incrementally raised and compounded. There's been a compound effect in the building up versus I make this massive leap. I have a bad day. I go back 20 steps. Yeah. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, no, that that. So, makes perfect sense.
1: Yeah, we're not trying to limit people and say you can't go and do a different dance, but understand that you're human. And as a human, the likelihood, I'm not saying it's impossible, we're talking about probability here. The probability you're going to walk into a new dance class and get all of the steps on day one is low. But if you go day one and start the process, being compassionate with yourself, baby stepping, micro-shifting into learning the steps, you can be in any dance class doing any dance that you want to do and over time come to perfection with it.
0: Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's why, you know, a lot of us, we want to manifest certain outcomes or even material stuff in our lives, but we, we skip a lot of the in-between and we try to Mm -hmm. adopt these different mantras or these different, uh, you know, tools that we think that are going to get us there. But that journey, like that in-between, that micro-shifting, if you will,
1: Mm -hmm. that's
0: like a core component. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And and I and thank you for mentioning that. And let let me ask you this, Daniel, like in terms of tools, like say, for instance, somebody is wanting to reprogram their subconscious Mm -hmm. or they're wanting to get into alignment. Like, what are some of the Mm -hmm. tools that you would suggest? Because I know right now, like if you talk about manifestation or even if you were to go on YouTube and just try to come up with different tools, you have like meditation, mindfulness, you (laughs) have brain entrainment therapy, you got, Mm -hmm. you know, tapping, hypnosis, all of this stuff. And I know you mentioned earlier that one, you know, different people have different preferences, and there's no one size Mm -hmm. that fits all. But like, what are some of the primary tools that you would suggest for a beginner that's trying to really adapt this practice?
1: So I've got an idea that I speak about in my my book, Stepping Beyond Intention. It's an idea that's really... It works hand in hand with Beyond Intention to to support creating new outcomes. And it's called the Flow Funnel. What the Flow Funnel does is it basically looks at the construct of reality as has been taught by the ancients and is being demonstrated by science and even in common language we discuss. So if I was to say mind, body, soul, that's something that you're used to hearing, right? Yes. Inner world, outer world, that's something that you're used to hearing. But when we go back even to like the hermetic teachings, when we go back even earlier and look at the way that the mystics, the ancients spoke about the nature of reality, everything roughly fits into three areas. Mm. We've got a physical body that moves through time and space, right? We have thoughts. Are thoughts experienced with our five senses? No, so they're not part of three-dimensional reality. But then we also have emotions, and emotions can impact our thinking, so they're also different. So we've got our emotional space, we've got our mental space, and our physical space. These three things get mixed up with other things. Mind, body, soul. Our soul, our spirit, our personality, our emotional construct, our energetic body. I, on my journey in, in, in my work, I teach that each of these three areas has got its own skeletal structure. We have our bones, our spine is the backbone to our physical body. We have our belief systems and thought qualities the backbone to our mental body. And the chakra system is a measurable photogra- photogra- photographable photographable?
0: Yeah, let's that's, 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 that's roll with it. That works. Yeah, Sounds good to
1: me. It. Got, yeah, <laughs> like if you get, I think it's a curly in t- f- photography, you can take pictures of the energetic body and see how far, how radiant the energy is outside of the body, where the chakra points are. This is all scientifically demonstrated. It's something that we can actually engage with. So what I invite people to do is this, ask yourself firstly, what do I want to create? Be clear on what you want for your life. Um, I've actually got a free video on my YouTube channel on how um, the Ideal Life Blueprint is about five minutes from an event that I did a couple of years ago that talks about my Ideal Life Blueprint model, which is a a foundationary idea that you can use to start creating the picture for your life. But once you have that, it's time to ask yourself, what does the version of me living that experience feel, think, and do? So... And I know you asked me about the tools, but if you walk with me here, you'll see that the tools are not so important as asking myself the question, what does the version of me who successfully completed this outcome, successfully reached this outcome, what do they feel, what do they think, and what do they do? Mm -hmm. Because who I am right now is the sum experience of what I am feeling, what I am thinking, and what I am doing right yeah. because we have mind over matter our mind impacts our choices the neural pathways in the brain are impacted by our thoughts that literally limits and constricts expands and, and demonstrates what we're able to choose think and what we think what we choose what we do leads to the outcomes that we have i can dream about having a cheeseburger I'm yeah. be random Unless I move through time and space and go and consume a cheeseburger, it's going to remain a dream. We understand it with something as mundane as that. But when it comes down to a successful business, we dream about having a successful business and don't take into account that we have to move through time and space, taking the choices, making the choices and taking the actions that lead to a successful business. We can talk about having a relationship. I can dream of my ideal woman. Don't let my wife hear me say that. I can. Someone can dream <laughs> right. of their ideal man, right? Right. But unless you're moving through time and space and actually connecting with possibilities and potentials for that, or engaging with other humans, it's not going to become a physical reality. So more than the strategy, the, the the tactic, I want people to think about the overall strategy, which is: Am I taking actions that lead to the outcome? Because the actions I'm taking now are giving me the outcomes I'm having. So if I start to line up my actions with the version of me that has what I want, then I'm going to have that reality. But in order to take those actions, I need to have the mental environment. So what are the thoughts and beliefs of the person who's doing that? Because that's what's going to facilitate me taking the actions. What is the emotional state? Because we all know about crimes of passion. It's a legitimate legal argument. Because our emotional state can override our thought quality. So... Our thought quality are, is a slave to our emotional state. So, what is the emotional state that must be fostered in order for me to have the thoughts that allow me to make the choices that lead to me having the outcome? When I understand that, then I'm going to see what's in the way. Now you see where we're going to. Okay, exactly. If I want to, if I understand that me having a successful business means I need to be joyful, I need to feel positive, I need to be excited, I need to be happy if i'm questioning whether i have these things and i don't have them then i know oh the problem is, is i'm not joyful then i can ask myself what brings me joy and i can go and do that what makes me feel positive and i can go and do that if i'm having a belief system for example resulting from my emotions of doubt or well, doubt means i haven't had enough experience to back the possibility of that being true for me so i can go and build the evidence for myself because the mind just operates on evidence so i can go and go and do some research. I can go and look at the lives of other people who have done it. I can go and get some experience in it. I can go and gather the evidence because the mind is dispassionate. It doesn't have an opinion. It just goes on the evidence that's been given. So when I give it that evidence, those belief systems don't sit. So I invite people to ask, what does the version of me feel, think and do? Start feeling that. Identify where you're not feeling it and adjust. What do we need to think? Identify where you're having thoughts contrary to that. And then you can start to develop the evidence for it. Maybe you are going to get some coaching. Maybe you are going to go and do some brain hacking and do some support. But none of that makes any sense unless you know what you're hacking to and away from. And then the choices are going to become a lot easier, even if you have to make those choices at all, because that's when we start to get a spontaneous manifestation and things rolling out and just happening anyway.
0: Wow. That's that's awesome. Awesome news we can use. Um, Daniel, tell us a little bit about your services. like. Is there like a a way that we can go and register or what what sort of, in addition to like, I know you said the YouTube channel and I know you have a series of books, but tell us a little bit about your coaching services and where they're available.
1: Everything's on my website, dreamwithdan.com. It's the best place to get everything um, in relation to my work. We do a lot of like workshops. You can check out the events page when we're doing live streams. I'm all over social media. I do web classes a lot of the time as well, which is free content that supports people. What I generally do is we give people access to free content first. Okay. And if they need us, they can continue the journey and they know what they're getting into. And if they don't, they can go off and make, you know create the life that they want. I'm fortunate that my financial situation means I don't depend on this work to meet my financial needs. It's something that I do because I love it. And so I don't have to have like this, oh my funnel must do all of these yeah. things. It's like come and <laughs> right. get some come and get come and get some come and get some goodness. <laughs> right. And if having got some goodness you wanna you want to come in and dive with us, we've got my Micro Jamillions program. We've got other courses and programs you can dive in on. But there's no obligation to buy anything. Just come and have a hangout and, and see if it works for you. And if there's more that we can serve you with then we will.
0: All right, perfect guys. Hey, and he also has a wonderful book, uh, The Money Game in addition to stepping beyond intention and there's others that you guys have got to go to the website to check out. And, you know, this is this conversation really is not as long as I would like it to be. But there's a <laughs> lot of good information. <laughs> there's a lot of which is that's a hint. You know, that's a, I'm letting you know you get ready to come back. <laughs> but uh, but we certainly we certainly enjoyed having you on, Daniel. Um, also, before we wrap, leave us words of encouragement and then we'll we'll leave it there.
1: Just remember that you're human, guys. And I think that's, in my own journey, one of the defining moments was when I stopped trying to be this perfect person that never makes any mistakes and doesn't have anything to be ashamed or guilty of. Just drop all of that stuff and just remember that you're human. And people probably don't care as much about what you're doing as you think they are. (laughs) Like, love yourself enough to just love you and, and remember that you're human.
0: Perfect. Sounds good. Well, hey, guys, like I said, we were talking to the wonderful... Daniel McGinnis, who is a podcast host, uh, he's the actually the, the host of Do It, Do It. <laughs> look at me, Do It with Dan. Uh, in addition to the wonderful Beyond Intention Paradigm uh, coaching and empowerment, and just an all uh, you know all around great person who is contributing to the betterment of humanity, which is is awesome, you know. And author, like I said, of course, Dan. Thank you so much for being a wonderful guest. We appreciate you, and we definitely thank you for having look, me. looking forward to having you back again too.
1: Thank you so much for having me. Really appreciate it.
0: No problem. You take care. You
1: too. Thanks for hanging out with us here on SOB. We hope this episode has been resourceful. If you'd like to check out the latest articles or follow Keitra's website updates, just log on to Keitra.com or follow her on Twitter at K E E T R I A.